Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. MTE's Drive EV program has resources for members who would like to learn more about all aspects of EVs. MTE is developing programs and educational materials to answer member questions. Find out more at driveev.com. A lot to talk about. State Representative Mike Sparks joins us here today and um, got several places we're going to be in conversation. Uh, expecting to uh, catch up with Randy Bird, Southern States Police Benevolent Association, and um, kind of talk to us, Mike, a little bit about why you decided to have him on today. Well, he they contacted me yesterday about the um, uh, Jacob Rutherford County uh, uh, Detective Jacob Bow that's being laid to, to rest this week. Um, they helped fallen officers across the nation i just thought it was very um uh you know very uh kind of them to, to do that when we have officers that that may be killed um you know that that lose their lives so they should be called in here in just a few minutes uh, he told me they will be at the at the funeral and at the visitation um and it's uh, uh so we'll be expecting his call in just um just a couple minutes here and a little later on in the program, we're going to be talking about um, the gun safe bill that was then wasn't. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, we as, as many listeners probably know, uh, we passed it. We passed it last year, but it's it's um, the way I presented the piece of legislation. It's it cuts taxes off gun safes and gun safety devices. Uh, one reason I run this bill is we're seeing we're just seeing an epidemic of, of stolen guns. Those stolen guns get in the hands of. 12-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, um, they get uh, sold out on the streets. Um, they're committing crimes with them. Uh, but uh, I, I t- often talk about synchronicity, God-wink moments. And um, I know many folks may not believe like I believe. But uh, i seen where Kyle Yorlett, that young musician, was gunned down with a stolen gun. Uh, three teenagers, I think 13, 14, and 15, shot him point blank. Um, they got a hold of a stolen gun out of a truck, I think, a, a couple days prior now, my argument is, if that gun would have been locked up, Kyle Yorlick would be alive today. And the, another argument that I've got, because this has a fiscal note of about $420,000, the state does not like to cut taxes. Now, we have, we've had record tax cuts, but sales tax is, is our main revenue stream. And so a lot of folks get a little uh, pushed back on, on tax cuts like that. But the fiscal note on the, on the murder of Kyle Yorlick to incarcerate those three juveniles is $500,000 easily. So one murder with a stolen gun is higher than the tax exemption that we're asking for. So what we did this year, we were going to pr- pass it permanent. And Leader Lambert, though, was in favor of that and applaud him for his help. Um, and we were just shocked that the, that the Senate just did not take it up. We, I mean, I was just just shocked but so it passed the house it, well no we if they didn't pass it so it's like it stalled with us and we're trying to uh, scurry to find out what's going on with the senate but they they didn't want to take up any gun bills so our theory is because it mentioned gun they didn't want to talk about it and it just got left on burner so what we're doing now is you know i'm pitching this to, to governor bill lee for special session and uh hopefully the governor uh and the legislature will pass it um Mark Brassfield, who's going to call in here in a few minutes, owner of the Nashville Safe House, uh, he came up and testified 
for me um, last year and gave good testimony because a lot of folks come in to buy a gun safe want to lock up their firearms because maybe they've got a young son or a daughter or a spouse that may be on some medication and dealing with some depression. But here's here's the irony with this piece of legislation. This is the only bill, the only bill introduced this year that Tennessee Firearms uh, Association, John Harris, Richard Archie, and Moms Demand Action, which is some would call them like an anti-gun people, but they're they're for safe use of firearms. Um, this is like the only bill that you that you'd find these groups all coming together. So we're proud of. Um, of this bill, um, House Bill 343. Hopefully the governor will take it up uh, in special session. So Mark Brassfield will be on with us here in a few minutes, Brian. But the special session, we could also, I've got the bill on um, on uh, the psych bed bill, I call it. And uh, what it does on this piece of legislation is streamlines the process for folks, for, for patients that's at the ER at the hospital to get mental health treatment. So we got some pushback on that, had some big lobbies come in and fought us on that. They moved it to next session. I don't know if the governor's going to take that up or not. We're, we're pleading with him. But Secretary of State Trey Hargett and I were at Stonecrest Hospital last fall around October, and we're meeting with Stonecrest, and the CEO told me point blank, he said, Mike, we added on 16 beds over here at our ER, and every one of them's full. Every one of them's full. Much of it's mental health. And so all of a sudden, I get asked to carry a bill, and this bill will help offer relief. So I'm hoping those two pieces of legislation will come up during a special session. Maybe a bit more about that uh, in, in just a few. And uh, Trey Nunley, if I heard that correctly, Trey uh, is with the Southern States Police Benevolent Association. Uh, are you with us? I am. All right. Well, very good. Uh, good to have you along uh, with us here today. And, uh, Mike, why, why did this catch your eye? Well, when, when Randy um, Bird had sent me that uh, email of the day, Lisa Marciani had, her, had him, I guess, uh, forwarded over to me, I, you know, just making sure I was at the funeral and, and let, letting uh, me know what they do nationwide for, for fallen officers. I just thought, man, it's timely. You know, we've got the visitation tonight. We've got the funeral tomorrow. Um, you know, Rutherford County values are law enforcement. And um, uh, I just thought the public would love to, to know what they do and then lo- know more about the visitation tonight and the funeral for Detective uh, Jacob Bowe. Well, Trey, maybe uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the work of your group. I can. I can do that. Um, yeah, my name, my name is Trey Nunley. I am the – it's a real fancy title, but it didn't have all that much behind it. But I'm the executive vice president of the Stones River chapter of the Police Benevolent Association. Um, we are comprised of uh, all law enforcement officers in Rutherford County, as well as Cannon County, Bedford County, um, and, and Marshall. And the Police Benevolent Association uh, essentially just provides a voice for law enforcement. Uh, we have everything from uh, um, we help with uh, governmental affairs. We help with legal defense. We help with various things that the officers may need, uh, both with larger departments and smaller departments. But the one of the most important parts of the association is the charitable branch called the foundation. And the foundation does all sorts of wonderful things to for our members and the families there. They uh, provide financial support for the families of fallen law enforcement officers uh, when it has occurred in the line of duty. They also fund scholarships for the children of law enforcement officers. 
while at the same time we've launched a big initiative that provides education for law enforcement officers and their families about the dangers of post-traumatic stress syndrome and suicide yes. prevention, which has been a huge problem in law enforcement community here lately. So but, um, well, you're you're with the the Stones River chapter, so you're you're local. Uh, you're obviously very well aware of of what happened uh, with Detective Bo and um, and and here to help the family. I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I, I am. I am a local law enforcement officer. I am with the local chapter, and uh, and 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 I object knew Jake personally and very well. Yes. Uh, great guy and a, and a horrible loss. Well, just way too soon. Um, several people have asked about what the PBA or the PBF is doing for the Jake and his family, and there is a a fund that has been established through the PBF. The, the foundation, our, the, our nonprofit uh, wing, that uh, is, is going to be donating all the funds uh, collected to Jake's family directly, 100% of it. Um, that can be found through the uh, Police Benevolent Foundation's webpage that's PBFI, PBFI.org. Okay. And when you go to pbfi.org, you will find a you'll find Jake's picture on there and donate now, and some more information on there about what we do and how we, we go about doing it. So uh, again, make sure I've got that right. It's pbif.org, P- Police Close. Benevolent Foundation. It's pb. Fi. Fi. Okay. Pbfi. I've got it here now. Yeah. And I see. Pbfi. Um, yeah. And uh, see the link there and and how to donate. So we'll be sure to get that uh, posted on our website as as well. And I guess you can just donate right there on the website, huh? Absolutely. There's a direct link on there. They'll take you to the uh, the uh, take you to the donation page. And the the foundation is a five hundred one c three. So any donations are are deductible. Um, it, it it's obviously a loss when we have something like this happen with within the community, and uh, it it obviously seems like uh, everybody in blue is really kind of coming together behind uh, the the family and uh, Detective Bo, and and you know just I've I've heard only great things uh, about him. He was he was a he was a. Uh... A very strong personality. You always knew when Jake was in the room, um, and uh, he had a, a, a very unique perspective on things. And and it doesn't matter what uh, what we were encountering at the time, whether it was a very lighthearted event or a very uh, very tough, difficult event. Jake always had a unique perspective on it that would kind of uh, had a, the ability to lighten the mood and, and just kind of make everybody feel better. And he's just one of those guys. That when you met him, you couldn't help but not like him. You know, he was just—you know—there's not too many people in the world like that anymore. But he was one of them. Trey, you mentioned that you—you uh, uh, you are in law enforcement, and and so maybe kind of talk to me about why it's important for you to be part of the uh, Stones River chapter, and 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 what that means, and why you do that. Why? I mean, you could do a hundred other things. Why? Why serve in this capacity? Well, there's there's a whole lot of reasons. The the PBA overall is is broken up throughout the year. They're they're a, they're a nationwide organization. You know, a lot of people hear about the FOP, the Fraternal Order of Peace, Police, 
And the PBA is another organization that's available to law enforcement officers. Um, the Southern States branch, which I'm a part of, is encompasses, you know, what just what it says, the Southern States branch. Um, we've got everything from Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, so forth and so on. Um, but the, the, our section alone is comprised of more than 65,000 law enforcement officers, and they're from the local level all the way up to the federal level. Um, and they're provided by membership dues. They provide legal, disciplinary, and other representation to officers who are members. And so there are some um, fantastic organizations in the law enforcement community throughout the nation that uh, provide a voice and provide, uh, you know, allow for the concerns of law enforcement officers to be heard on Capitol Hill, both locally and nationally. Um, and the PBA is just another one of those. Mike, you but have any... they do great things like yeah. the, uh, the foundation that, you know, we help out and reach out and help one another out when, when something like this does happen. No, I was just. I appreciate you mentioned post-traumatic stress disorder. That's something that we've, as a culture, we've got to take seriously. I spoke at a prayer breakfast two weeks ago. We had first responders uh, there in Laverne, and that was something mm-hmm. I mentioned there. It's just I said, I told the firefighters, look to your right, look to your left. I said, um, there there is a possibility that one of your fellow uh, firefighters won't be here in ten years due to um, uh, suicide or depression, and it's a it's a serious issue. And I appreciate you. You bringing that up and as a culture that's something we need to highlight more Absolutely. i think tennessee journal yes. assembly has uh, funded more for uh for counseling sessions throughout that but it takes folks like y'all to help to advocate so i appreciate what y'all do absolutely and and you know from the law enforcement side we recognize the legislation that was passed and is going into effect for the the firefighters and stuff later and we think it's tr- tremendous and and uh, uh are interested in that piece of legislation. Well, I can. It's something that may be beneficial for us I, down the road as well. I'll share this when you when you say you talk to legislators, you come up to Capitol Hill. Let me tell you why it makes a difference because people listen. Now there may be some people you may think that doesn't listen, but I'll be honest with you, I wasn't for that firefighter bill ten years ago. Um, I went to school to be an EMT, and and when they were advocating for that, I, I you know the, the post traumatic stress and that sort of thing, and they're talking about comparing it to being in the military. I, I'll be honest with you, I, I really went forward, and then because it does have a, a fiscal implication, and then I started listening to firefighters, and I heard their stories, and I heard them talk about some gruesome scenes they have to show up on, and then I was like, whoa! It's like Keith Pratcher, who's been on this sh- on this show with us, talking about this advocacy. He's like, you know, it's hard when you, you're trying to pump on somebody's chest, bring them, bring them back from, from a heart attack. And he says, you know, then go have a cup of coffee or, or have dinner, you know, with your fellow firefighters. It's, it's, it's kind of challenging. So when you talk to legislators, I promise you, uh, the ones I know do listen. So don't ever feel like if you come to Nashville or D.C. that um, people aren't listening because folks do, do care. Absolutely. And, and we recognize that and we appreciate it. Well, Trey, I appreciate you spending some time with us today. We'll get uh, links on our website, and uh, we've got a story about uh, Detective Bo as well uh, on our website, and we'll be sure to add that uh, donation link so uh, we know that all that money will be going to the family, and uh, appreciate your time today. Absolutely, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to come talk to you today. I certainly appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime we can help, uh, just be sure to let us know. Well, sir, do it. 
You guys have a great day. You too. That is uh, Trey Nunley with the uh, Stones River chapter of the Southern States Police Benevolent Association. And uh, we're going to get those links up on our website, pbfi.org. If you go there, the very first picture you see is uh, Detective Bo and some information about that and a click to donate and a way that you can share on Facebook as well. So uh, be sure to check that out there. And uh, again, we'll get it on the podcast page of our website. We're going to take a quick break here and come back and uh, wrap up in just a second. Stay with us here on Rutherford Issues. This is Dick Palmer, voice of Blue Raider Baseball. We're excited to be on News Radio WGNS. Follow each pitch of the season on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, the flagship station for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Deep right field. Nobody's going to get that one. That one is out of the ballpark. And the Raiders continue to pile on the runs. Your exclusive home for Blue Raider Baseball, News Radio WGNS. Turn to Turner Security for your business or your home. With Turner on your team, you're never alone. For everything you need, all you gotta do is call. Turner's got it all. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Turn to Turner Security. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Back here on Rutherford Issues, State Representative Mike Sparks with us, and a very interesting conversation with Trey Nunley. And um, we do send our condolences to the family of uh, Detective Jacob Bowe and uh, Jake. I guess he went by Jake. Yeah. And um, anyway, that's that's such a, a tough thing. Uh, Mike, there are the special session that, that is coming up. Well, the governor is called in August. Uh, is that to take up school safety and uh, and, and gun legislation or, or what? Well, it, you know, it, it should. Uh, August 21st is what the, the governor's calling for. Not sure how many days it's going to last. Um, he's calling it to strengthen public safety and preserve constitutional rights, which is going to be um, a very controversial uh, balance. But that's why I'm all in favor of the two-bill piece of legislation that we had um, the gun safe bill that I'm hoping he'll take up. Cause like I said earlier, this is the only piece of legislation that you will find Tennessee firearms, the NRA uh, moms demand action that can come together for a press conference and be in favor of this. Uh, you know, Laverne, we're seeing stolen guns, Smyrna, Eagleville, Murfreesboro, uh, Memphis, Memphis, big time. Uh, the mental health bill that I was, I was mentioning you, um, we know it's a serious issue. All the mental health um, uh, experts and the groups um, have said this is one bill that can help streamline to get people help that's in the ER. I was in the ER with my late mother. She passed in December. And I remember um, uh, Butch Campbell was in there with his with his wife. We're at, we're at uh, Ascend over at St. Thomas. And no disrespect to the hospital, but it was a madhouse. I mean, it was a madhouse. Now, it was, it was controlled chaos, I, I guess you could say. My mother, we got there at 11. We got her a bed at 7.30, and we finally went to Trust Point. Butch, I called Butch next day. I think he, they got there at 10. I think they got a hospital bed at 9. And that's no disrespect to the to the hospitals, if you're listening, 
but my legislation, here's the irony. I know hospitals are for this bill, but these other big lobbyists for Trust Point and Roland Hills and other uh, psych hospitals got involved and worked to kill my legislation. Um, they're saying we're going to work on it, but these lobbyists, they'll tell you that, and they're, they're not really, they speak out of both sides of their mouth. So that's why I'm ha- asking the governor to take this. But we know it's a serious issue. Um, talk to anybody that works the ERs. Mental health is a serious is- issue. So hopefully the governor will look at that and this piece of legislation. What else he's got, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, uh, so in the, the manifesto, we're hoping that's going to come out. A lot of members are concerned. that If we don't know what's in that covenant shooting manifesto, how are we going to really try to deal with um, with that specific school shooting and, and others uh, that sadly is happening uh, across our, our country. So I understand that there are several groups that plan to be there. Uh, it's going to be, um, it has the potential to be as chaotic oh, as that's what's so worrisome. Before. Yeah. Man, I was talking to Ted Beatty. I went to Melissa Harrell's mother, uh, Becky Harrell's funeral yesterday and Teb and I were talking. I think a lot of him, he done a great job at the, at the funeral yesterday. And I was like, man, this is the, this is the roughest, General Assembly I've ever had. I mean, it's just depressing. I mean, it's, you know, people need to be praying for your leaders, pray for your county commissioners, your school board members, your state reps, Congress, because there's folks out there that want to create chaos. You watch them. And I don't, this ain't a Democrat or Republican Republican issue. This is a, a just a an American issue. Just come up. If people don't believe me, come up and just job shadow me and see what goes on. These folks, uh, another radio station called it, um, is it bird dogging where somebody runs up behind you with a camera and it's almost like hey have you quit beating your wife have you quit beating your wife and they try to shame you make you look bad they've done that to me with race you know try to like paint you as a racist um that's that's their angle and that's why i'm going back to study media because i see the power in media but also see the lack thereof i mean some of this legislation we passed this year i mean wgns y'all y'all don't cover things you'll put the truth out there but we've invested $223 million to improve school safety, $223 million to improve school safety, $140 million for school SRO officers in every public school, every public school, $30 million for Homeland Security agents in every county, and another $114 million for private school safety, um, as well as another 142 positions for Tennessee Highway Patrol. And if you notice, you'll, you're seeing more – Higher patrol uh, officers on the streets than, than we used to. But here's the thing about it, and I don't want to be putting down the opposing party. They'll be against this. How can you, how, how can anybody with sheer logic and reasoning be against having an SRO in a school? I mean, this is when they say defund the police, like they were saying last year, two years ago, they're not using that narrative because they know that narrative doesn't poll well with Americans. So, They'll say other things. Um, they want to defund the police, but here's the great thing about it. Governor Bill Lee and the General Assembly, uh, our delegation, Tim Rudd, Donna, uh, Don White, Shane Reeves, Brian Terry, and Charlie Baum, Robert Stevens, we want to fund law enforcement, and we funded law enforcement this um, this last General Assembly. Well, it it's definitely going to be an interesting few months, and, you know, from – from all um, indications, it, 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 I mean, people are going to be here from all across the country. It's it's going to put you know Tennessee in in the spotlight. Oh, we, they, you know, you know, 
there this is what I've been saying. They're, these folks are playing chess. We play checkers. We look to ne- here's the bad thing about the Republican Party. They look to next week, next year. These folks are looking to the next generation. So if you're a pastor or if you're a grandmother, get involved. Make a phone call to your lawmakers. Make a phone call to the governor's office. Bring up House Bill 343 that does improve uh, gun safety. And, uh, and safe storage of firearms. So thank you, Brian, for, for letting me talk about it. Absolutely. That. State Representative Mike Sparks joining us today. And uh, earlier, Trey Nunley with the Stones River Chapter of the uh, Police Benevolent Association joining us. And uh, you can listen back to the podcast on WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to audio, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, iHeart. You can check us out there as well and subscribe to your favorites. Have a great day, everybody. Everybody.